Welcome to Not Your Pastor's Pulpit, the place where ordinary people proclaim an extraordinary Jesus. Hey, Alex, today we have one of our most impactful guests. Absolutely, definitely for my life. Keith Giles, author of the book Jesus Untangled, Crucifying Your Politics to Pledge Allegiance to the Lamb. His interview definitely helped me deconstruct some of my um, American pride. Yeah. And, I mean, I'm still, there's still a part of me, like, I, I love the USA, and I'm very thankful for the place that I'm at and where I live. But at the same time, coming to the realization that this is not a Christian nation by any stretch of the meaning. Yeah, exactly. And so, like, Keith, thank you. Go back to that interview, listen to it. I think it's episode 18. But for now, Keith, he is a pastor of a house church and this sermon is just kind of like peeking in and his house church and it's really simple and it's really sweet and it's really amazing and thank you so much keith for providing it for us so keith will you do us the honor and preach it So this weekend, um, our house church family was sitting around and we were talking about music and um, one of our one of our brothers in our house church family made a comment about making mistakes and how in art, um, sometimes he said, you know, when he would be drawing something because he's an artist, you know, he would be so nervous if he made a mistake that he would have to start over again. And sometimes he would waste half of, half of his drawing pad, um, you know, tearing out the paper and throwing it away because he, he would make mistakes. And he was very critical of, of himself and always wanting to, to make something that was perfect. But that he had slowly learned over time that actually mistakes can often be something beautiful. And it can be actually something... Um, that makes the art different and unique and special. And that reminded me um, of a story that I had heard uh, told by a musician named Herbie Hancock. <clears throat> and it's a really fascinating story, something that happened to Herbie Hancock as a young piano player uh, playing with the great Miles Davis. Uh, and as a young man, he was playing um, a live concert with Miles Davis and um, he tells the story about how, you know, here they are, uh, they're playing this, this song called So What from Miles Davis' classic album, Kind of Blue. And he said, you know, everything was really on that night. Everybody, all the musicians were tight. They were together. Everybody was just, you know, doing a fantastic job. The crowd was really into it. Everything was clicking. And he said, right in the middle of one of Miles Davis's amazing trumpet solos, Herbie says he played the wrong chord and it was the completely wrong chord. And he said it sounded like a big mistake. And he said, Miles paused for a second and then he played some notes on his trumpet that changed that wrong chord into the right chord. In other words, he improvised, he shifted the key and he, he incorporated that wrong note into his solo. And then everybody else in the band followed Miles's lead and, you know, followed him down this new 
unexpected path that was created by Herbie's mistake, but it was saved uh, and used as something really cool and unique and different uh, because Miles worked it into his solo. And what I love is that, you know, Herbie says he learned so much from that moment that that was really, that was more than just learning a lesson about music, that he was learning a lesson about life. You know, he said that Miles didn't hear what he played as a mistake. Um, he heard it as just something that happened, that it was just something he didn't expect. Um, it was just an event. And so that was part of his reality. And, and it was just what, what, what was happening at that moment. And he just rolled with it. And he says, you know, since, since Miles didn't hear that chord as a mistake, he felt it was his responsibility to find something, to find a chord in some way that, that made that wrong chord right. That, that, um, that welcomed that wrong chord, if you will, into the song in a beautiful way. And um, there's so much beauty in that illustration. I love that so much. And we were talking about that. The more we talked about that together as a church family, it just, um, it really started to touch my heart. And a couple of things jumped out at me thinking about what happened in that situation with Herbie Hancock and Miles Davis. Uh, there's actually a whole lot going on there. I think you could probably probably pull a whole lot of things out of that. Things like having grace for one another, for example, uh, when somebody you know makes a mistake, not turning on them and blaming them for for messing it all up for everybody else, but um, but having a level of trust and love and mutual respect for that person that you honor them and you save their sense of, of honor and dignity by incorporating their, their failures, their mistake, as if, you know what, that's okay. We're going to roll with that. And, but here's the other thing. As we were talking about it, two verses uh, popped into my head, and at the time I didn't realize it, but both of these verses come from the same chapter in the book of Romans. The first one that pops to my mind is the verse Romans chapter 8 and verse 1 where Paul says this. He says, There is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. You know, so often we as Christians heap upon ourselves condemnation <clears throat> because we fail, uh, because we're not perfect, because we fall short of the glory of God or whatever. Um, but here's what we need to understand, that if we are in Christ. It doesn't mean we don't make mistakes, but here's what it does mean. It means that there is no condemnation for us, that God does not condemn us, that if we hear a voice, in other words, that speaks condemnation to us, that is not the voice of Christ. That's another voice. That's either our own voice, or maybe it's the echo of the, our parents' voice, in our head, telling us we're not good enough, we don't measure up, we've failed, we'll never be good enough, or something like that. It might even be the enemy. It might be, it might be the devil, right? Just heaping condemnation upon us. What a loser, what a worm, what a wretch, what a failure. But understand that this is not the language that Jesus speaks over you and me. If we are in Christ, there is no condemnation. And that is something we really need to 
accept as the truth and as reality, that that's not how the Father sees us. That is not how Christ sees us. And the other verse that comes to my mind, uh, actually it's the verse that came to my mind at first, is Romans 8, 28. And that's where Paul says, we know that all things work together for good for those who love God and to them who are called according to his purpose. See, just like that thing with Herbie played that wrong note. He played that wrong chord, right? And and in this situation, in that verse, it's sort of like Miles Davis is, is like God in the sense of he takes this thing that was unexpected in our life. He takes this either either a challenge, a trial, an attack, um, a difficulty, a sickness, uh, whatever it might be, but something that was unexpected in our life, that wrong chord, if you will, that whether we play it or someone else plays it, uh, it gets played in the music of our life, in the song of our life. And the beautiful thing is, is that Jesus is able to take that unexpected thing, that wrong chord, and he will turn it into good. Just like Miles heard that wrong chord and then he played, he played the notes that made that wrong chord right. And then he actually created something even more beautiful out of that unexpected turn, out of that unexpected note of music um, that, that threatened to ruin the entire thing, that threatened to just make the whole thing come to a screeching halt and everyone just say, ah, he blew it. Oh, he ruined it. Let's start over again. I can't believe that happened. Instead of that, you know, Jesus is just like Miles in that little song, Jesus is able to play the right note and the right chords that take those unexpected things in our lives and he will find a way to work it together for our good. And that is such a blessing, isn't it? It's such an amazing thing how good God is to us, how much he loves us, that there's no condemnation, that there are no wrong chords. And even if there are wrong chords, he'll find a way to make that wrong chord right. And that's an amazing blessing. And I hope that encourages you. That really encouraged me this weekend. Um, and I hope it blesses you. All right. Thanks so much. like to share a sermon or story about Jesus on Not Your Pastor's Pulpit, you can do so by following three simple guidelines. Keep it short, keep it Jesus, and love others. If you would like to learn more about our submission process, please go to notyourpastorspodcast.com backslash pulpit or listen to episode 26. Until next week, go in peace, my friends. Be my own.